So guys, I'm here with Kenya Hill from America's Next Top Model Season Cycle. Cycle Four. I'm so glad you decided to join me. Of course. I mean, it's just been so much going on. I just have to talk to the kids. So much going on. Um, I had like asked people for questions, and to be honest with you, I didn't like any of them. So I'm like, we're just gonna like riff. <laughs> Well, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. I think there's enough in the atmosphere that we can pull from. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so where are you at? So you're in New York? I live in New York, but I'm currently in Atlanta, Georgia, where my mom lives, like on a lake. It's incredibly gorgeous. She was freaking out about New York. Once she heard that New York was the epicenter of um, the COVID-19 situation, she's like, you got to be here. So I've been here for two months. <laughs> my twin lives on the Upper East Side. And so he's been quarantining in New Jersey with my parents too. Cause they're like, you have to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, my lease is up, um, June 30th. So I have to go back, find an apartment and move. And like get your life together and get my whole, yeah. Oh my God. That's tough. Hopefully this means I can find, I'm currently living in Williamsburg. Hopefully this means I can find a really cute space that someone can't unfortunately stay in. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's bad to say. I'm just hoping for the best. <laughs> oh, you mean like somebody that can no longer afford the rent? No longer. Yeah. <laughs> William, cause I I've been spoiled. That's so horrible to say, but I've been spoiled by Williamsburg. Um, have you been? Have you been yeah. to New York? Oh yeah, for sure. Williamsburg is like, it's like a little baby Soho and I just want to stay there. So, yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not a Brooklyn person. I'm not a New York person. Like, I had done it. I was working in Soho for a bit and, like, doing that whole thing. New York is not my vibe. I belong in the sun, in a bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> like, preferably no shirt on. Like, that's my vibe. <laughs> I've seen your um, selfless, top, your topless selfie. Oh, God. Thank you so much. You're all the right. You look good. Oh, wait. Speaking of being on a lake in Atlanta, do you watch Housewives of Atlanta? I do. It's the only Housewives franchise that I watch. I was thinking of Lake Bailey when you said that. Oh, this one's actually a better lake. It's, a, it's ducks. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. Somebody tell 50 Cent that she's on the wrong lake. <laughs> Are you liking it this season? Or did you like this past season? Um, I do. The only thing that I don't understand about all of the reality shows in general now um, with these women that are groups supposed to be groups of friends is that this is not how me and my friends are. And, you know, for these women to be a little bit older than me, I would just think that they wouldn't tolerate any kind of shadiness or drama in their friend group. <laughs> and it's, so it's kind of like, well, do you have friends outside of this that maybe it's a, or it's a real, you know, it's not drama. It just, that's the only dynamic that I don't understand. Like why continue to stay with people um, if there are one or two people that you just despise because they were so disrespectful to you or something like that. But other than that, I catch all of the tea. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Actually, I want to get your opinions on like stuff like that later. But so let's dive in from the beginning. So okay. when you wanted to be on the show, I was going to ask this. When you wanted to be on the show, did you want to be on reality TV or did you want to be a model? I wanted to be a model. That's a great question. I wanted to be, well, I actually only started modeling maybe a year before. Um, I was 17 years old um, when I first decided I wanted to be a model because I was, I was really thin. I'm 5'11", and so like I had a growth spurt one summer and was just like, oh, well, maybe this will work for me. And I was actually, I had a full scholarship to UC Riverside, if anybody knows UCR, it's a sister school to UCLA. And so I wanted to be a doctor and just had seen the show and thought, I can do this. I really want to model. I'm very competitive and I think that I can do this. I, I think that I'm good at it. Um, and I remember Ken Mock, one of the producers telling us before we even started filming, I remember we were all sitting in a meeting. He turned around and said, I just want to let you guys know that your lives are going to change forever and that, you know, thousands of people are going to know you or millions of people are going to know you worldwide. And we're just like, yeah, right. Because mind you, we were on the fourth cycle. So it really, to us, we didn't know. It was really one of the first reality competition shows. And so we didn't know how big it was going to be. Um, and so it was 
it's, it was interesting, but I did not get into it for fame, like at all. Okay, that's actually a good next question. Did your life change forever? My life did absolutely change forever. I left school. I was like, even though I had a full scholarship, I thought <laughs> I can always go back to school. Yeah. Uh, and modeling careers, unfortunately, are not forever. And, you know, it's like, you know, very select few who get to do it for a very long time. And so I figured this is the perfect time to do it. Um, my dad was like, no, just go back to school. Like, that was like... Um, and I don't regret it. I, I moved to New York, lived to New York in all of my 20s, and have just had an amazing time. So I'm, I'm glad that I did it. That's awesome. Okay, so you're going through the process of the show. I actually remember, I think it was around that time, my sister, who's, you're 34? Yes. Okay, she's 36. I think it was around the same time, and she was going through the auditions. She, like, didn't even, somebody just, like, told her to do it, and she was like, I remember going through the auditions, and it felt like I was cattle, and it was insane. Was it just, like, thousands and thousands of girls, and then how did you get narrowed down? Like, how did that process work? It was thousands and thousands of girls. Every girl in L.A. thinks that she's a model. So there were, <laughs> so sure shit do. I mean, it's, well, I mean, and it's, and it's good. A lot of people have self-confidence and, you know, they're like, yeah. I'm going to go try it out. I think that's a, like a really cool thing. You never know. Um, especially for models because there's so many, um, successful models who have like quirky looks or very interesting looks or something that's more, um, androgynous or something like that. So I think that it's good that, you know, people can rally up the confidence to go and, um, anybody can be a model almost, but, um, it was craziness. It was there from like 10 o'clock in the morning until like 10 o'clock at night. I was there with one of my best friends. She got eliminated midway through, um, oh. one of my best friends in real life. Um, she wasn't on the show, but she was the one she, she oh, 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 through the uh, audition. She got eliminated. Okay. She just came through cause they started eliminating girls throughout the whole day. It was just like a one day thing. And then they had the last bunch of girls and they lined us all up in a room. Um, when they, I guess they got down to the last like few hundred girls and lined us up on the wall along the room. And we all had to answer really tough questions in front of everyone else um, with the casting directors all there. And it was really nerve wracking. Um, but it's just one of those things because you don't know you're gonna be selected. You just give it your all and just yeah. see what the hell happens. I was listening to other girls' answers and I was just like, no, mine needs to be juicier. And just trying to like pump myself up. Um, and then a few weeks later, they called us and said, we're going to have you go to, um, you're going to go to semifinals, which I was hella excited for. And I thought, I thought it was going to be thousands of girls again, but it was only about like 35 girls. And you're and like, I'm, I'm killing it at this point. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, because I just, I just knew it was going to be because of how many girls were just at the LA audition. I just knew it was going to be thousands of girls. And that's where I met Naima for the first time, Brittany, um, everyone who was on the show basically. And then like maybe 15 or 20 other girls who, who didn't quite make it after semifinals. I, so when he said Naima, I swear to God, I think I just saw a, like a poster from the side of something up on like Vine and something. Is she still modeling a lot? I don't know. Oh, you saw something. Naima's one of my best, best friends. So that's I swear to God, I think I just saw something with her. What? Yeah. I, I don't know. Let no, me I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. She's gorgeous. She is. She is. She has a really cool, like, versatile look. And she's got these tats now, and she's grown her hair out. Um, I saw we have that. a hawk and stuff on the show. Yeah, I saw that. Really edgy. I was like, I gotta look out for this bitch. She's uh -huh. edgy. <laughs> you guys had a variety of looks. Like, I remember when you were talking about unique looks, like, UV was a really unique look. Um, everybody was very different on that cycle. It was good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so you get in. What was the first thing that was different than what you expected? upon like starting the show. I made it into the house. Yeah, like you're like. Um, well, the first, the very first thing that I was disappointed about was that every season before mine or every cycle before mine. In New York? In New York. And I'm from LA, born and raised in LA and Tyra's like, we're gonna be in LA. And I was like, what the fuck? I was so disappointed. <laughs> um, and then another big surprise was that the panel is actually in the house. So like the weekly eliminations, it's like a separate section of our loft that we had. Oh, you don't and go to, I thought they went to like a studio lot. Yeah, I thought that everybody kind of left and went to this place where a panel is held, um, but it was like in the house. 
and we filmed our show actually at downtown. You live in LA, so downtown, like right on Skid Row. I was gonna say, cause I remember I looked back and I saw there was like Lost and I was like, it looked very like, not Arch District, but like Skid Row, like 7th San Pedro. It was, it was. But I mean, at the, at the same time, you have to understand this was such a long time ago. And you, I guess you do what you can with your budget and whatnot. Like they had a huge budget, I think, but you know, they were just trying a whole bunch of different things. I guess it was easiest for filming. Yeah, no, and they turn it out. There's still a lot of stuff, actually. They're, like, revamping parts of it, and so there's lots of, like, really cool spaces down there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay, so you're in L.A., and then you're like, all right, we're going to get through. Now, I'm always curious. Like, you obviously knew at this point that the haircuts and stuff were going to come. Did you go in being like, listen, they can do whatever they want, or were you nervous? Well, I had watched this season before. The season, both seasons, uh, you know, season one and two, and saw how they humiliated oh, Cycle 3 was probably just airing or Cy- about to air. Cycle 3 was actually airing while we were filming. So we weren't allowed to watch TV or anything. We were only privy to seasons one and two. But I knew from watching seasons one and two, don't make a big deal about the makeover. So, I mean, I, I was ready for anything anyway. I was just so excited to be there. <laughs> I was like, do whatever you want. I'll just trust you guys. Okay. Well, they turned it out anyways. Yours look great, so... Yeah, it was funny because when we got to South Africa, um, for some reason they felt like I would be more confident with long hair. So they didn't, I'm not sure if they really aired it on TV or not, but all of a sudden I went from really the short bob to really, really long hair, which did give me more confidence. Um, And it was like super fun. I felt like way more Naomi-esque when they so they gave me I, date to my makeover which was weird <laughs> i think i remember but i love naomi naomi is like my number one not just because of modeling because of personality she's such a bad bitch um she is i wanted to that's actually just we'll talk about it right now is the africa thing and so like with all the controversy that happened recently and like stuff they said on the show during the africa time there was like the issue about your weight so like what was happening like what were they telling you behind the scenes like what was going on so, for one, um, I I was actually I mean I was only 18 years old and I oh, at the damn time, I was 18 and so I up until that point had been super skinny and did not know that when I'm like stressed out or anxious that food is my comfort. <laughs> so um, well, and if there's nothing to do in the house, I'm like you girls are probably just sitting around eating all day. Well, not only that, but they kind of feed us crew food, which is if, if you've oh, ever yeah. been on set or anything. Oh yeah. We get like crew food. Which oh no, it's is the best. The bagels, it's really good, but it's like a bunch of crap. Crap. <laughs> and so um and at that time I guess my body kind of started changing and my metabolism maybe slowed down a little bit. Um And so I did gain a little bit of weight, but I felt like they definitely, and Jay and the Jays talked about this. They did a live, um, last week and they discussed it. There was definitely like a little bit of like tampering with editing and things like that in order to really make it seem like I gained so much weight. I was so disappointed when I got back home and watched the show and watched the playback. They showed me eating one bagel and made it look like I was eating three. At a time. Oh, no. And so editing. <laughs> I do remember the montage. <laughs> editing was so annoying. And so, you know, I just got like this. Um, I just felt like I got like a really bad rap for that. Um, and then they gave me gluttony when we got the seven deadly sins. I wrote <laughs> the first inclination to what the hell they were doing. And then they gave me the elephant out of all the animals out of all the animals Um, they gave me elephant and then for the last shoot where Bertini um where I was dancing with the male models where I was basically sexually harassed or whatnot on set um but during that shoot they consciously they they purposefully gave me a shirt like a crop top because I gained weight in my tummy area which is like the area apparently when I'm not eating so good, um, that I gained fat. So they intentionally, you know, made it, um, maybe wear a crop top. So I started to see, okay, they're kind of, I mean, it is TV. Um, they're, they're, they're working against me, but, um, it was interesting. Janice was the only one who really tried to help me. Um, in the behind the scenes, like after the cameras were cut, she would come and say, maybe try to drink a little bit more water or, you know, try to do crunches 
And we all know that that's not really how weight loss works. If you're in a, we had maybe two weeks. I mean, I probably would have had to starve myself to like really see a big difference in my weight there. And then I had a little bit of, um, I had some, I had some concerns with my own weight for years after that. Um, after all of America seeing, oh, the reason why you're not a successful or model or why you didn't win is because you're fat, you're too fat to model. So it kind of played a part, um, you know, mentally for me. I mean, understandably so. Afterwards, sure. but, uh, yeah, but I mean, I started to finally develop a really healthy relationship with the gym and staying toned. Um, and it was just weird because a lot of people would see me in person and just say, you know, wow, you don't look big at all. And TV really does add 15 pounds. No, I'm aware of all this too. I've, I've, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> so on top of me actually, you know, gaining like a little bit, um, the TV just wasn't on my side. Okay, <laughs> really quickly, I want to touch on, I totally forgot that you were there with Janice. I'm so jealous. I love Janice Dickinson. I love her too. I see her in different, in different settings here. She's sober now, so you can, you know, get an idea from that. Uh, I'm sober too, so things like that. And um, <laughs> she, I mean, she cracks up. Was she like a disaster on the show or? Well, she wasn't <laughs> a disaster. She wasn't a disaster, but like I was never afraid of her or her feedback. She just had a little extra spunk and like pizzazz and enthusiasm to me. You oh. know, she just seemed to um, just really, really do it up kind of for the cameras. But I had like, I had hung out with her a few years afterwards and she's just a hoot. She's, she's, she's hilarious. She's just one of those people. <laughs> Did it seem like her and Tyra hated each other or one or the other? Um, Spill it. <laughs> <laughs> Spill it. Come on. No, it doesn't seem, it's not that. It's just, I think that it's going to feel like that when you have two veterans of anything kind of offering two different opinions about something. So if they're ever not on the same page about something, you're going to see a little bit of uh, tension or something. But I don't think that there was like a big drama or anything really going on. I think they're also just polar opposites in the sense that like Tyra's this like very business focused kind of analytical, like just doesn't drink things like that. And there's Janice who like has dealt with alcoholism and is creative and it's come from coming from like a, a modeling standpoint. Like to me, another big comparison is like Naomi versus Tyra. Like to me, Naomi is the epitome of like modeling and like that's her thing. Tyra is just to me a great businesswoman. Not to say that she wasn't a great model, but like that isn't her thing. She's a businesswoman. And so I'm sure Janice is probably like, listen, bitch, like I know modeling and then you know what I mean? Right. right. But then that's also just goes to show like that's Janice's is more of an off the cuff, say how you say whatever you feel kind of person. I think Tyra's a little bit more calculated. I, I think it's from this cycle when she's like, um, I don't want to hear the next thing out of your mouth, but go ahead. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's like, this is the worst photo I've ever seen. And I have it as a gift and I send it to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, what were your thoughts on Tyra during the whole situation, during the whole cycle? Um, I, I loved her. I loved, I loved that she gave me this opportunity, um, because I think she just had, it was her, her picking, you know, handpicking every model at the end of all of the casting. She picks everyone. Um, when and, you're like, it goes to like 20 and then to go to like the final 14, then she decides that. Right. Right. Okay. So like the casting. So I'm sure probably before the 20, but like probably somewhere to get to down to the semifinals, you know, so I just felt like she personally picked me. And so my appreciation towards her just lasted throughout the whole show. I just, I mean, at the time she, I mean, she's Tyra Banks, you know? And so I, I, I've just, she had a really great dynamic um, with us on the show. Every time she would pop up, you know, like, I think the first time she came into the room, I just came to tears because it's so weird to have one of your idols just walk in the room and come and talk to you and chill with you, especially when you're 18. You're like, yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I think she gets so much flack and obviously like what has happened in the past week and she had to go on and apologize. And like, listen, 
do I think that everything that airs on TV is politically correct or okay in terms of like morality and whatnot? No, of course not. But like, we need to get TV from that. And I also think that it was a different time and a lot of that wouldn't have aired. And like, she recognized that. I think Ken Mock had apologized too. And some other people from the show, but I also don't think she deserves like so much hate. Like people are coming at her and like, how did Tyra say this? And it's like, again, a lot of this is taken out of context. It's edited to be differently and it's for a TV show. And like when she's saying, I think there was, I saw something else after she apologized. There was a clip of her saying like, um, you know, Oh, about Danny and the gap in her teeth. And she was like, you know, the modeling industry isn't going to accept that. And she's not saying like, I think your gap tooth is ugly. She's saying like, I'm trying to tell you what the industry is. And she wasn't lying to them. And she was saying, this is what the industry is. And this is what they're not going to accept. Tyra's not saying she's not accepting that. And then it makes her look like a bad person. It, it does. And this was shot at a different time. There may be, I feel like there was maybe a little bit of truth to it. I think, it, I think it was just blown out of the water by looking in hindsight and looking back and seeing a collection of all of these little moments, but people have to understand the modeling, modeling industry for that time. There were not, there was not a slick woods. Yeah. There was maybe Lauren Hutton one, um, Mick Jagger's daughter. I, I forgot, I forget her name. Georgia May, Georgia May. She's gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. But there, there aren't that many, but I think that she was trying to find, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she was just, I, <laughs> It's just one of those, it's one of those no, things. She was trying to find people with sort of these different uh, obscure beauty things about them. And like, but also saying like, this is how the industry is. Like cover girl then, she was right. They wouldn't have signed a contract with a girl like that. Whereas now like there's trans cover girls and things like that. Like we've come a long way. But she's saying like, I know the business. I'm a businesswoman. I'm trying to tell you how to be successful. This is what it is. Right, right. And I think if, and now I, it's hard to say because who knows who had what say um, at the time. There are a bunch of producers and other people who have say um, in the situation and a lot of these situations that happen. Not to say that it's necessarily a good thing, but um, I don't think all of the fault needs to lie on Tyra. In terms of like, speaking of how much say people have, in terms of eliminations, how, like, what percent do you think Tyra's decision was in that? Hmm. Honestly, to this day, I still don't really know. Like when I got eliminated, Tyra, because they did the final photo shoot, uh, the final runway show, which was like on water. Um, I remember in those massive, and did 90, you slip? Who slipped? No, I actually, so, so that was after I was eliminated, but I was still there and I was actually in that fashion show because once they eliminate the girls, we can't actually go home. We stay, at least for the girls who go out of country, out of the country. Right. So, so I went out of the country. So I was the second, so I was third place, right? So I was still in that finale fashion show for, for so that the people who are there in Africa don't see who the last three girls are. They maybe see the last five, but they don't know. It's like a lot of stuff for confidentiality. So if they, you right. know what I'm saying? Things don't leak. Um, and you like pulled up in a, ho in a different hotel? Yeah, so you would just go to a hotel. So live it up was fun. Cause when I got eliminated, Brittany was there in the hotel room. Where I'm like, <laughs> Yo, Brittany is so wild. I got eliminated. <laughs> Brittany. And, oh my God. I feel like I used to be a crazy partier in a mess. I feel like Brittany seems so fun. Brittany's so fun. She's so fun. Um, but I know that when, once I did get eliminated from after doing, um, after doing the show, Tyra saw me and she was like, I was, I was like really, like kind of pulling for you. And so I, I don't know exactly per the percentage, um, but I do know if you look at all of the winners of America's Next Top Model, if I should do this because I've been saying this for so long to people, but if you look at all of the winners, like the first winners, you know, Yolanda House, so it's a white girl. Adrian. And then it's Adrian, and then it's like, okay. Eva. Where's the black girl? So then Eva. And then Naima's kind of, she's mixed. And then wait, who was Eva or who was uh, Naima up against? I forget. I was trying to think of this. Halen. Halen. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And so then you look at the other winners, and then it's like a Spanish girl. Then you got your petite girl. Then you got your redhead. Then you got your. It had to. Every single winner is kind of satisfying another um, um, dynamic or what's the word? De demographic. Demographic. Thing. I almost said geographic. 
National Geographic, just yeah. anything coming to mind. No. Um, but yeah, they're trying to satisfy everybody. So I've often said like most of my favorite actual models from the show are not the ones that end up winning because yeah, I get they have to satisfy like a demographic. But like yeah, one of my favorites, uh, Allison Harvard, I think cycle twelve. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? She's with those yeah. eyes. She's like yeah. gorgeous. Um, yeah, there's a few from your cycle. Joanna Mercedes from Cycle Two was also great. Um, so so many, so so um, many. And you know what? I have? Oh, did you have a question? Were you about to ask me a question? Uh, you go ahead. You go ahead. What you saying? I just wanted to add this in because I didn't know if you were going to touch on it. But if there are any models listening, um, I know that on my the episode where we were in Africa and the um, and I stopped the whole photo shoot because the sky froze. Yeah, now you're good. You're good. Okay. Um, and so when we were we when we were in Africa, uh, Bertini. I don't know if you remember this episode, but Bertini is one of the models who was hitting on me hardcore before we actually went on to the set to shoot together. Um, and we had to dance with three male models for this caress commercial. And um, he was just not letting up. He's like, give me your phone number. I'm going to come to the United States. I'm going to find you. Like, I want to make you my girlfriend. Just like going ham. And I was just not interested. And so we went on set and he was grunting and moaning on me. And then he actually got a little erection um, and was like dancing closer to me than the other two male models were. And so I felt really uncomfortable and I stopped the entire shoot. And um, I later... Um, in the, in, at the elimination when Tyra and them brought it up that, you know, like, like That's your job. you're there to do a job. Yeah. You're, and it's just like, wow, because this has been one of the controversies that people have just been contacting me like nonstop about. Um, but it was wrong. It was wrong of him to do that. And I'm very proud of myself for <laughs> stepping up to the plate of you were not- me too before me too is a thing exactly mm-hmm. exactly um but i want to encourage any models like anytime you are you know doing a shoot or anything like speak up for yourself speak okay. up for yourself it's really important um because that's something that a lot of people are like um, is this real and how did you feel about it but yeah i felt like i was being <laughs> molested on camera and it was it was very very uncomfortable um, yeah. so that's one thing that I felt like, damn, like they definitely wouldn't have gotten away with that. Yeah. That was another one that I had seen in the news that I was going to bring up as well. That was obviously a big one, especially considering the current climate. Oh. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, there's so many things that just nowadays would not have flown at all. Yeah. <laughs> I like them not at all. Um, I was going to ask you something else and now I forget. It's totally fine. Oh, okay. So... <sighs> Speaking of contestants and eliminations, the whole, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. So I remember, I just watched the clip again. I remember seeing you in the back. Were you just like, A, were you like, what the fuck? Or were you like, yo, I'm going to get cozy and comfortable and watch this go down? Like, what was happening? It was more so, what the fuck? It was a what <laughs> the fuck because, well, for one, everybody was feeling so sad, but I don't, I will never understand if someone's in a competition show and someone goes home and gets eliminated. First of all, you are now one step, me myself is not getting eliminated and I'm one step closer. So I'm not going to feel bad about anybody being eliminated people out, yeah. from the show. But so I, at the same time of the, what the fuck, I was definitely, I was like, get her ass out of here, get her ass out of here. <laughs> I see that, I go, girl, you gotta go. <laughs> but it was definitely, scary it was so scary because i you never to see someone yell like that it seems like you know you're getting an inside look to someone's personal life like i'd never imagined tyra yelling like that no you we know? saw her trauma come out in that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like okay we got some trauma going on let's we got some trauma. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah it was that was definitely crazy to see and then did you speak to Tiffany right after? And what, like, what was she? She was gone. She, she left after we didn't see her. And you know, what was crazy was that I guess there was some kind of editing room or something like that below our kitchen. And the whole night, the rest of the night, we heard them replaying <laughs> the Tyra yell over and over and over. And we were like, dang, like, we know they're not editing down there. We know that they're actually just 
all gagged at this. They're like, yeah, we got the footy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that was crazy for everybody in the house. And then, like, when you when all the girls left, were you guys talking about it? Like, what the fuck just happened? We were, we were, we were all in shock. But it was more of a, it was like a somber, sad thing because we felt her rage. It wasn't like an exciting um, type of like, ooh, what happened? It was <laughs> scary. It was scary because we have another elimination next week. You know what I mean? So it's like we've got to really pull the shit together. And you're like, she, her trauma from eight years old just came out. She just annihilated this girl. <laughs> like, what's happening? Exactly. She annihilated her. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. And so you don't see that after. So when they get shuffled away, like right when they get eliminated, like you do not see them again. We do not. We do not. But the so, girls get eliminated to see each other. They go to a hotel and they they, they all get to hang out with each other. Until the end of taping. Even if they're in the States still. If they're in the States still. Yeah. I think by the time we went to Africa, all the girls who had been eliminated from the very beginning, they all went home, I think. Okay. They stayed in the hotel for the extra two weeks. Okay. But either way, I, everyone kind of goes home around the same time. Okay. That makes sense. Not to keep in quarantine as far as like not letting anything leak. Yeah. But so, all right. So then like she gets eliminated. She literally goes upstairs and packs while you guys are like not in the place yet i what do you mean when just like, like so so that's like tiffany got eliminated she goes upstairs like packs her shit up and then like but like you guys are not in the loft yet yeah we're we're not in there yet i think she walks off that's such a good question because i actually don't really remember if she gets eliminated and then she goes and packs and then we go say bye to her while she's packing okay. i actually don't remember like okay. but all i know is Bye, Tiffany. (laughs) Wait, speaking of not remembering, my other question, especially because there's nothing to do, there's no TV, no phones, did you guys just get drunk all the time? No, there was no liquor. What? No. But then season five with, like, Lisa, she got wasted. No, I... I don't remember us having any liquor. We we give them our list for the groceries. Like we get we tell them what food we want for the house, like for when we're cooking our own meals. And production pays for it. If we're at home, yeah, production pays for it. Wait, but then like I remember, yeah, you did you watch Cycles after? Yeah, a couple. Uh, do you remember Lisa from Cycle Five who like yeah. got blacked out in a bush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like she was clearly, and then I remember like try to spice things up. Yeah, and then outdo the last cycle every time okay and then later with like the guys and girls i remember i think they brought drinks into which that makes sense so that would they would hook up but then oh or on vacations like oh because cycle two with shandy and the hot tub and the call to her boyfriend they were all drinking too so i guess like on vacations when you're with people that you drink maybe if you're maybe if you're on a vacation or if you're in a hotel where you can order room service okay I, maybe we maybe we ordered a champagne or something like that if we were in a hotel when we were in Africa. But I just don't remember there being wine or champagne or anything for us to just go drink whenever we wanted to. I'm thinking this is like Jersey Shore shit stocked <laughs> up and you guys are just blacking out. <laughs> I'm like, sounds like a dream. That would have been but, the real, real deal. <laughs> and then you have models showing up hungover and like then it adds a whole new layer to things. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the real life, though. That's real life circumstances right there. That does happen in real life. Girls yeah. Hung over, especially in New York. Yeah. No, it's. <laughs> yo, I always, I just said it. I was like, there's a special bond between people that have spent till 7 a.m. partying in New York City. Uh, special yeah. bond. New York is fun. Come any time, by the way. Oh, Anytime. thank you. Well, no, my so my family lives in Jersey, and my twin lives in New York, and so I'm always over there. Like, I'll be there. Oh, yeah, it's fraternal, but I have a twin. <laughs> and so I'll be there, actually, May 24th to June 17th. I'll be on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah. We have to go to Brunch. Yeah, well, if... Oh, well, wait, you say May? Oh, that's coming up. I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't think we're brunching in the next month. <laughs> 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 We're not brunching for a while. <laughs> I in my head, I'm picturing this like end of summer. Okay, all right. Yeah. No, but I have another question about favoritism. So did you think that either the producers or Tyra played favoritism throughout the process? Um, based on, based on especially like if they thought they were a good reality TV character. 
to kind of keep them going through? I don't think that there was any favoritism because no, I don't think there was any favoritism. There wasn't enough because at competitions, I mean, um, at eliminations, because at eliminations, you never know what kind of photo is being pulled up. Um, everybody kind of would get like a bad critique. It's not like there was anyone that stuck out in my mind as, oh, okay, that's the favorite. Like everybody kind of got to, we called it the chopping block. Um, everybody eventually has a little like oopsie photo shoot or something like that. Um, but I do think UV with the fish, but that's what I was about to say is I think that maybe behind the scenes that picking out of 70 frames, there's no way that that's everybody's best shot. There's just no way. Cause every girl's beautiful. There's just, there's no way. No, I think about that all the time. And I also have worked, like I shoot and do things like that. Or even when I get pictures of myself, I'm like, listen, I go through and I'm telling you, sometimes I will find like one best one out of 70, but like, there's always something better. I've seen a few and Tyra's like, I cycle through, this is your best shot. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, sweetie. And you know what? Personally, I felt like for my season, Brita, I don't know if you remember her. Yeah, um, she got eliminated real early. She was so gorgeous. Like, I just knew that she was going to last. She had a toned body. She she had the loveliest personality. I was so shocked when she went first. And I'm just like, there's, there's just politics behind the scenes that I don't know about. And that goes into who gets eliminated and when. Okay, good. I have some like kind of trivia questions about the girls. So who was your favorite model out of your cycle? Like best model. Who was the best with like actual photos? Yeah, like in your opinion. Naima probably. Naima took some really awesome shots. I remember when the seven when we did the seven deadly sins and her her envy shot was I was like, oh um she was great. Brittany was my girl, but I did think that she kind of oversexed her photos a lot in the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, and so in terms of like modeling, modeling, probably Naima. Okay. And my next question was like, who is your girl in the house? And so Brittany? Brittany was my girl. <laughs> Yo, I want to, I would, again, I'm sober, but I wish back in the day I got to party yeah. with Brittany because she seems so fun. She's so fun. She excuse me, at the semifinals, she was the life of the party. She was the life of the party, telling stories, cracking jokes. And um, I don't know, I personally feel like it's rare to find pretty girls who are naturally pretty and also have the per- have personality and are fun. And yeah. you want to hang out with. And I just think that that's kind of rare. A lot yeah. of models are kind of stiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which like a lot of like Tyra even would bring that up towards the end as far as having a contract and being a spokesperson and things like that. She's like, you need to have personality because some girls were just like dead ass flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, some girls can take a picture, but like, yo, what is going on? Yeah, <laughs> wake it up, wake it up. Yeah, like you're lively, you're engaged. Oh, thanks. <laughs> who is your, I, I mean, I just want to ask, who is your least favorite girl in the house? Oh, this is tough. I mean, it was so long ago. Come on. It was a long time ago. Least favorite girl was probably Brandy. Oh, God, for sure, Brandy. 100%. (laughs) Even if you don't choose that, I'm choosing her for you. But, I mean, I just felt bad, but she did have, she had an attitude all the time. But I had no attitude. I'm like, Brandy, you're so (laughs) nasty. (laughs) <laughs> you still have an attitude. But I just felt, I don't know. And then I don't like the makeover that they gave her. Oh, no. I was like, God. And then when they, oh, God. Like, what? She had a cool look, and she was super tiny, which would, you can, you know, in photos, really, really tiny girls, for some reason, it's, it is aesthetically pleasing just because of the angles and the negative space and all of that, like, the structure of it all. They look so good. But, she, yeah, she wasn't really... No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess my next question was going to be, who is the most problematic? I think we're going to say Brandy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Brandy, Brandy, maybe Tiffany sometimes. Oh, Tiffany. Tiffany was like, don't try me, bitch. Tiffany's like. Where's she from, Harlem? 
No, I think she's from. Um, I thought she was. No. No, she's like from Detroit or something. Okay, well, there we go. Somewhere. She's she's seen some shit. Um, okay. <laughs> Speaking of contestants too, though Michelle, so you—that's I think when you found my account, you somehow commented on that thing I posted with the with the Amputego is what it was, <laughs> <laughs> and the edit together. You girls are like, so, your that, reaction was so funny. It it was it was hilarious because the producers were like feeding us, you know, it's it's uh, you know it the antibiotics don't fight it at all, like it's it, poor Michelle. It was, it, it was horrible, and I felt so bad, Michelle. But Michelle, honestly, I felt sorry for her the whole show. She <laughs> was the one girl who, she wasn't, she's just different. You know, she just was a little bit different. She wasn't the most, like, she was really quirky. Um, I just felt, I felt so sorry for her already the whole shoot. Like, everybody would kind of, the girls kind of made fun of her a little bit um, in the house. And my heart always goes out to like the person that's being made fun of because I used to be bullied really bad when I was in junior high. Um, and so she wasn't a cool girl. She wasn't, you know, she wasn't any stereotype at all. And so she just, she was kind of shunned on the show. And so when that happened, I was like, no, not to Michelle. Like, no, she probably is not gonna be able to emotionally handle this. <laughs> You're like, yo, Michelle is already at her breaking point. Guys, she's <laughs> falling off the ledge. Jumping <laughs> off. Sure. <laughs> and so I, I just felt so bad. I felt so bad. And but then they, I think they bleached her head. And her... She's a professional wrestler now, or something. I saw that. I saw that too. That makes sense. That's X. We needed to channel some of what was going on into something, and like it all tracks. <laughs> but wait, and then remember they bleached the shit out of her hair too. They washed her hair the day before, which is what you're not supposed to do uh, when you bleach your hair to go to platinum. Just, I, you know, it's so funny in life. There are some people like all the bad things happen to them all the time. Michelle, Michelle, that, that's literally like all that I would say the whole time. Poor Michelle. I don't know why all the bad stuff happened to her. Oh my god. I did think she looked fierce with the blonde though. She did. She did. She did. She looked striking. Okay, did I ask this? Who do you think had the best makeover? Best makeover? You didn't ask that. Who had the best makeover? I think Re- maybe Rebecca. <gasps> Wait, we didn't even talk about Rebecca collapsing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my God, I use that clip a lot too. It's incredible. It's so funny. Yeah, she has some kind of rare condition where every... And it happens like every once in a while in her life where she just, her body goes completely stiff and she just falls completely flat. And the only thing that saved her life was her weed. Those tracks. Those tracks. Like for real, for real, did you think she died? I just thought, no, I just thought she can't handle this pressure. Cause she was already like this kind of frail, sweet, like all American girl. And I just thought, because she was getting critiqued at the moment and the lights and, and, <laughs> You're like, and I was like, hey, this girl, she just can't handle it. <laughs> so she just fell out. <laughs> and and then later it's like, oh, okay, it's a condition. Okay. Okay. Oh, my, yo, you guys had like one of the best. Now I'm thinking about it. I definitely used the most clips from that cycle. You guys had some <laughs> moments. <laughs> you had a girl collapse if as a board, Tyra annihilating some other girl, flesh eating bacteria. Uh, wow wow but you know what we had the least amount of drama in the house i think we were all pretty cool right with each other and naima told me and i didn't know this but they kind of intentionally chose sweeter girls during this process to see what the dynamic of the house would be with kind of nicer girls and yeah, just cycle three cycles were yeah like girls kind of pitted against each other in casting. Casting is very important. Casting and editing are like the two things that make the recipe for reality TV. Yeah, um, cycle three too with like, uh, there was like Amanda and Eva and all that, it got really nasty, so it's, which I like, but it's it's good. I like, you had a great vibe. Thanks, yeah, it was yeah. cool. You know what's crazy um, and just interesting now, Tyra is, if you think about it, if you look at the, 
template almost for almost every reality show now, every competition show, where it's whether it's um, name some shows, Project Runway, um, Making the Cut, the last recent show that um, Naomi did, yeah, uh, Amazon, um, The Face, even um, what are these shows? The make their makeup shows, every reality show, they are all the same template as. America's yeah. collect a bunch of people, give them challenges, bring in judges. And she was the first person to do that. So it's kind of kind of legendary. Um, it really is. Such a big thing. It's all that's all reality is now, other than like the scripted stuff. Yeah, I used to watch on auction, they'd always replay it all day, and I'd always watch all the cycles. So who's your favorite winner from any of the cycles? Besides Naima, because I know she's your girl. My favorite winner. was pretty uh, fierce. <laughs> Wait, who are you pause for? Jacob? up. Huh? You want a house? You want a house. Oh, um, yeah. First, like, just, I just remember her last photo in that. That helmet? Little helmet. Oh, my God. Was so fierce. You could actually see the growth. Like, that picture, it made sense. You were able to see the growth of this person. Um, any other winners? Um, Carrie D is doing her thing. Oh yeah, she and I remember she was doing all the psoriasis commercials and things like that. She was getting some money. You know, certain ones like did their thing like in different air arenas, or even like Yaya had an actress things like that. Really good. Yeah. Eva on Atlanta. Yeah. What do I you mean, think of her? I'm sorry. What I, do you I, think of Eva on Atlanta? I personally don't think she adds anything. <laughs> no, she doesn't. That's what I was waiting for you to say. Sorry, but she doesn't really add much to um, the show. All I can say is she's gorgeous. That's, gorgeous. That's really all I can say about her. That's positive, really. Uh, have you had any other uh, personal interaction? Yeah, but I'd rather not even talk about no, it. No, we're not going to trash talk. I just not even rather not even talk about it. She, Okay. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Speaking of other <laughs> girls, though, and I remember I emailed you and I said, can you come up with a messy story, preferably, like, with one of the girls? Do you have any, like, crazy story? I'm sure it's with Brittany, if anything. You mean post-show or during the show? Po well, I guess post, since during you said you guys didn't really even, like, drink. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I mean... <laughs> I don't know if there's any crazy stories, really. Just um, any me, me and Naima have nights out in New York City all the time, which are filled with fun. But no specific, you know. No arrests. No. <laughs> <laughs> no arrests. No arrests. It's it's just it's really interesting. Um, that's a letdown. Having done that show, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I prefer my guests to come on after being arrested. <laughs> <laughs> We're wholesome girls. We love that. We love that. What What else are you up to now? Um. So now I am still modeling and acting. Um. I've had a guest appearance on New Girl on Fox, which was like a little bit. Hey. Oh, hey. So that was awesome. And so now I'm doing modeling workshops where I teach a lot of models how to pose, how to get signed by an agency, how to be confident, um, especially a lot of models of color. Like they, they really don't know like how to represent themselves um, because we don't have that much representation. Well, I think things are changing a little bit now, um, but I'm just helping a lot of aspiring models. So it's really hard to kind of break into the biz, especially with social media and stuff. It's a lot of... Um, misconceptions about the industry in general. So I have modeling workshops and I'm soon to have an online course. So Love this. Yeah. Love it. Do you feel like, it, do you feel like the show, like I always kind of explain this to people where it's like, even if it wasn't going to necessarily make you a supermodel, it's obviously going to provide you with a head start or a platform. Do you feel like it really did help you and like kind of gave you a career that you're proud of? Um, I think it definitely helped me. Um, I think that I thought that Tyra was going to like help us out after the show, but I realized I should, they kind of just gave us the golden ticket and we had to go do with it what we could. Um, like 
I don't know how like Winnie Harlow was talking about. Yeah, Winnie Harlow. She's blown up. Like, she's blown up, but and, it, and it's amazing, and she's beyond gorgeous. Like her condition, everything beyond, is stunning yeah. to me. Like I love it. Um, I love Vinaligo though. I think that it looks it looks really it's cool. Art. It's like skin art. So cool to me. Um, but I don't know. It's really interesting how she said that top model really didn't help her career. It's like. She said she was discovered by a, a photographer or something like that. But it's like, would you have been on a photo shoot in London if it wasn't for America's Next Top Model? I remember I read that too. And then she's like, oh, when I started with the decisional stuff, then that when I got taken off, I'm like, yeah, but you wouldn't have gotten that had it not been for the show. I read that too. I was like, Winnie, stay yeah. home. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, I Tyra changed my life, and so I'm like eternally grateful to her for that. I'm, you're verified I'm, on Instagram. Hey now. <laughs> I would have that if I worked with Tyra Banks. I don't know. Maybe you would, actually. <laughs> but it helps with the checks. It definitely helps with the checks. Like, the check. you'll, you'll always be memorable, and you always have that foundation and that platform. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy to have to have done that. I've learned a lot about myself, especially after moving to New York and everything. Um, but I'm more so kind of now leaning into the acting world and stuff like that because I want to be known for more of a talent and a skill as opposed to what I look like. God, so, you're gorgeous, but yeah. You, yeah, thanks. There's been a lot of growth. It's been a lot of growth. Wow. We love growth. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners? Um, do you want to, we can, you know, let them know where to find you on social media, but is there anything else you want to say to them? Um, thanks for watching. Thank you to everybody who's always sending in comments and, um, uh, just just general interest in my life after the show. I think it's really neat. Um, and to all the aspiring models, do it. Do it. Now is the time to do it. Learn how to build your social media brand. Learn how to, um, how to also at the same time separate yourself from everything and have your own uh, confidence and self-worth and know your value. Um, before you go to any auditions and castings, know who you are and love who you are and rock out and you will get the job. Um, and yeah, if you want to get more tips and, and tricks and sexy photo shoots and all that jazz, go to my Instagram, which is um, at kenya.hill. So K-E-E-N-Y-A-H dot hill. Thank God I got an easy last name because. <laughs> at least your name, yeah. I mean, look at mine. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. It was. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we got to chat. And um, yeah, the listeners will find you and I will tag you, of course, when we post it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. I'm going to hit stop recording.